Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Podcast, where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their financial service firms, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the RAA podcast. This is Seth Green. Today, I have the good fortune to be joined by Brian Bogner from Fiduciary Alliance. Brian, I believe you got your investment career started back in 1999 at the top of the biggest bull market in a very long time, correct? That is correct. Uh, saw two bubbles and two bursts. Potentially, you know, interesting what's going on right now. But yeah, uh, you know, that was 20, what, 24 years ago now. And uh, so pretty much my career has been managing through the excess and then managing through the aftermath. So we like to say, hey, it's not how much you make, it's how much you keep is what really matters. Absolutely. At 99, 01, 07, 08, COVID, um, you've covered the gamut. So how'd you get in business in the first place? You know, at the time I was, uh, I actually graduated college in 94, spent some time as a youth pastor of all things. And uh, gotten married, had our first child, and uh, was still making, you know, five years after graduating uh, college, was still making less than a starting school teacher. And I said, you know, I can still do the things that, uh, you know, God wants me to do. It doesn't necessarily need to be my career. And in 99, every job was stock market broker. I mean, you just throw a rock and there was a, there was a stock market position open. And so that's, I loved it, you know, but uh, I got a marketing degree in college. Not that that really mattered, but that's what got me into it. All right. Well, you and I started both at the same time. I also started in 99. Nice. So how did Fiduciary Alliance get started? Yeah. So my, uh, my partner and I, uh, this is 10 years ago, we were at a um, we were at a firm that um, we actually stepped out and became independent ten years ago. And what we did is we plugged into a platform. We said, you know, we don't want to deal with the you know figuring out compliance and getting the custodial relationships and all that other stuff and everything like that. We want someone to do it for us. Well, we so we went with a platform. Uh, we made that move, became independent. You know, I would say that that platform was going through a lot of growing pains and issues. And so there was a lot that we just had to learn. And so three years into that, we actually said, you know what, we're going to go ahead and be independent truly because we kind of knew that platform model. When we stepped away, um, we created the Fiduciary Alliance. The, the name of my retail firm is Parallel Financial. That's my clients. That's what they know. Uh, you know, I'm an advisor. I got clients, but then this platform Fiduciary Alliance, we did that three years later and then we sat on it for about four years and just you know, made sure we got all our ducks in a row. And about three years ago, we brought over our first firm. We've got seven firms now that we have transitioned successfully you know, in independence and underneath the platform. So, um, so yeah, that's how we did it. All right. I'm sure the longer version should be in a book somewhere. So <laughs> Fiduciary Alliance now, you talked about seven firms you brought over. Are you talking about like wirehouse teams that went independent through your platform? Can you, I, without names? Yeah. So, you know, specific? we've done it all. We've taken a registered rep group, you know, out of a broker dealer into independence. We've taken an already existing RIA 
that just needed some size and some scale. They're kind of, they, they want to get to that next level, but they're bearing all these costs and, and they can't achieve any economies of scale. So we brought that, we brought a group like that in. We've transitioned from also a, uh, you know, some folks that were with an insurance company, but doing investments there, we transferred uh, them over successfully. So we kind of, you know, usually it comes down to two basic people, right? Either you're, you're in a FINRA registered rep environment and compliance is a pain in the you know what you can't do anything there's so much regulations technology's crap and you know and you want to do it. so you're in that situation or you're an RIA existing maybe a solo practitioner and you just you you need scale to get to the next level so usually one way or the other we fall into those two categories and obviously you went through when you originally went independent back in the day you went through a different platform So, and your frustrations with that led you to build your own. What do you think it is about fiduciary alliance? What are some of the things that are differentiating all of the other platforms out there? Yeah. Well, you know, the majority of the platforms out there, quite honestly, are geared, you know, a majority of them are private equity backed. And what they're trying to do, they're just trying to bolt on, bolt on, bolt on. A lot of them are even paying some upfront money and they're just trying to build this thing out, get to some type of enterprise value, EBITDA, whatever you want to call it, and then flip it. That's not us. I think in the group that we were with was also private equity backed and there were some other things there. And, you know, we were just starting out and we were actually their first firm to join them and things like that. And we're talking about EBITDA all the time. And I'm like, Hey, I just want to grow my business. Like I'm just trying to get clients and, and organically grow here and impact my market and things like that. So when we start a fiduciary Alliance, I think that's a big differentiator is that we are focused on growth. We don't buy books of business. We're only interested in advisors that are in high growth mode. If you're in high growth mode, we've got a great solution, right? Not only just, and look, our industry has also become very commoditized, right? I mean, hey, I want the best in class technology. I want the best in class this and access to custodians. You know, everybody now pretty much does that. But what I believe that differentiator is, is we're going to give you a systems coaching ways that you can grow your business. And we're going to provide a network for you. Here's the thing about the RIA world, right? We're all kind of out on our own islands doing our own thing. And sometimes you just don't know what you don't know. So we've provided a network as well of other like-minded growth-oriented advisors. Um, we collaborate on things together, you know, but the focus is growth. You have to be wanting to grow. And that's organically. You have to be wanting to grow. I want to go get clients. What you said, and it, you said an interesting word there. You have to be willing to want to grow organically. What does organically mean to you? Organically is, I think it's just good old fashioned, you know, you go out and you get clients, you know, you can go buy books of business and there's ah, very successful okay. ways to your do your own business yeah, yeah. to buy acquisition. Yes. Yes. You can buy books of business. You can do that. And there's people that do it successfully. And then there's, you know, a lot of issues with that as well. So for us, at least where we're at right now, you want to grow organically. You want to, you want to get, and, and organically could even mean you, maybe you want to hire in advisors or bring some people in or things like that. There's nothing wrong with that. But there are firms out there that are just focused on growing by buying books. They're just buying books of business, bringing it in and doing that. We're not that. We're, we're focused on bringing in the right people. And again, it, you know, when we bring in an RIA, they have their own name. They have their own branding, their own website. Like They have their own identity in their market. And right now, again, we're, we're still young at this. We've got Boston to Minneapolis to Austin to St. Augustine, Florida. So you know, that's kind of our our borders. And then we've got, a you know, in between. So yeah. And everyone's different. 
you know, people, people may want to focus on planning. People may want to focus on asset management, insurance, whatever. There's a lot of different ways, right? You can uh, peel the apple there and there's full freedom to do that. What are some of the biggest mistakes you think advisors and RAs make when trying to transition? Well, <laughs> I think the amount of upfront money now, I think that's changed in the last year, but up until a year ago, I think a lot of the upfront money was getting pretty ridiculous. And what we saw, you know, is advisors would get very, you know, almost um, like a lord into that. Whoa, that's a big number. That's a big check. And it's like, listen, you know, nobody, this isn't, there's not charity work going on here. Okay. If they're willing to stroke a big check for you, then there's usually something on that back end that you will give up. It's not like, well, you know, I'm going to take this and I'm, I'm going to have it, have it all and win it all. And I think that a lot of folks get so focused on that, that they've, you know, they've kind of lost sight of the bigger picture, you know? And so in our world, the bigger picture is, Hey, like when a client joins fiduciary, we always tell them your clients are yours. Your book of business is yours. We're not looking to flip and sell this thing. So, you know, we want to help you grow your book of business. Yes. Are we making a little cut on that to help cover our costs and things? Absolutely. But we want to help you grow in your market and do that. So I think, I think that upfront money's the number one thing. And I think the number two thing that we've seen a lot is when you're going to make this type of transition, you need to put your life on hold for six months. Okay. Vacations, the surfing trips, the ski trips, all that kind of stuff needs to go aside. And this, this is like one of the, if you really think about your career, this is going to be one of the biggest moves that you make. And I think a lot of times advisors just think, well, I can just keep running and doing my life. And then I'll just flip the switch and we'll do the transition and you know, we'll be rocking and rolling. It's like, no, 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 no. You've got to set some time aside. This is the priority. Okay. And this will take, you know, usually from start to finish, I think if, if everything goes good, it's about a six month period. And I think people just think it just happens like that. And it doesn't. Yeah. I remember planning my transition. I think I was the most prepared person. At least that's what the independent firm that I was, the umbrella I was going under had told right. me because I plan, I, I worked on it for a year before I pulled the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. We worked on ours for a year before we left the first place we left. And then when we left again, we were already in RA. When we left again, it was about another six months. And that didn't even, the second time there were no account transfers, no nothing, everything like that. And there were still a lot of things that we had to, had to do and go through and things like that. So yeah, I just, I try to tell people like, this is the priority, still take care of your clients and we're going to be there to help you. We have a team that helps make this seamless and, and things like that, but it still requires a lot of work on their part as well. Well, you made yourself a lot busier because you not only, you know, married with kids um, and you've got your home life and your personal life, you have your RIA and your clients, and now you have fiduciary alliance and those firms and their clients. How do you juggle it all? That's a great question. Um, well, first, the first and foremost, and I know this sounds cliche, but you have to get great people around you. Like our team is amazing. Um, we really do have some of the best people. You can, you can even, you could interview all of my advisors about our team, and I know what they're going to tell you. They're going to be like, "Oh my gosh, they they make everything work. They make it happen. I can call them with any issue. They take ownership. They deal with it." So you have to get the right people uh, there, without a doubt. And that's, you know, unfortunately, there's no, you know, magic pill for that. You just got to go out there, and and you know, we've made bad hires and things like that, and and had to move on. But it's like getting that right team in there is is key for that. But the thing that I've noticed in this business is that you know, I really do believe that if you do it right, the power of like 
So let's say you're by yourself. The power of two is not double when you're by yourself. It's like an exponential difference. And the power of four, it's not like, well, that's four times me doing that. If I, right, it's, it's actually an exponential thing that happens because, um, again, you only know what you know. And in this business, it's so many things going on and literally changing by the second that when you can bring other folks around you and hook arms with them and partner with them, I, I really believe there's a lot more things that you can accomplish, not only for your practice, but for your clients, things that you can bring to them. Um, and that's what we see a lot. Like someone's like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm a one trick pony here. This is what I do. I do this type of planning and this is it. And this is all I do. And it's like, well, do your clients need this or do they need that? Or what about these other things? Or what about some of this other stuff going on? And they're like, whoa, what? What are you talking about? Um, so I think our idea of building this network, like up to this point, we've done no marketing, no advertising or anything like that. It's all been relationship-based. Um, we're just looking to bring in the right people to create that right network. Because I think when you have that good mix and good right mix of folks, then it just takes your business and transforms it. Absolutely. With, I mean, you've achieved success not only for your clients, for your RAA, for advisory alliance, fiduciary alliance, and other RAAs. So what's your biggest challenge now? Um, I think the biggest challenge now. So we we had our we had our initial big. So our first year we did this. We brought in six advisors. Then last year we took the year off and we said, okay, we've got six folks here. Let's really make sure that we're doing everything we need to do. And now here in twenty three. We are, um, we've already brought in one advisory group. We've got another one coming in May. So really our, my biggest challenge right now is just getting in front of the right folks, telling them our message and continue to grow this thing again, very measuredly, but continue to grow it. Well, you segued perfectly and inspiring my next question. So getting in front of the right folks, who's an ideal transition firm for you? Yeah. So the ideal transition firm, again, this kind of gets back to those two things, right? You've got that you got that registered rep. And again, it could be one of the main wire houses. It could be one of the smaller ones. It could be, you know, it, it can look a lot of different ways, but they're tired of dealing with the rational compliance nonsense. They're tired. Their payouts are horrible. They need, they want to make more money and they should be making more money for the value that they're providing for their clients. And they want to be able to do more things for their clients and have that freedom and flexibility. So that is a great that person there is a great one. And the other one is that, that again, that solo RAA, maybe they're still, maybe they're working from home and they're, they're just at a place where they're like, you know, I want to get to that next level, but I can't, I can't do it. Like I can't get there. Maybe they're at a custodian. That's not one of the premier custodians. Right. Cause you know, these days, well, now it's just Schwab and Fidelity, right? TD used to kind of say like, Hey, we'll take them all, but they're not doing that anymore. So maybe they're at a they're not not ideal custodian and they need to be at a better custodian or some of those things like that, but they can't get in. You know, we don't have like it's not like we've got, you know, well, a, a minimum or an asset minimum or things like that. Again, we're we're simply looking for the right folks, great business plan, great uh, you know, thing that they're looking to grow, and we're here to help them do that. Amen. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? You know what? I have I, I gotta say that the people that we've brought in. I mean, not obviously not only my team that 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 I get to work with each and every day, but the advisors that we brought in, I have so much enjoyed building that relationship, building that friendship, getting to know them better, um, spending time with them. Uh, you know, again, I've been doing this now 20, what's he, 99, 23, 24 years now. You know, there, there's a lot that I'm trying to bring to the table to help them 
ways to solve solution, you know, solve problems, create great solutions for them, things like that. So I'm really enjoying that this part of this in my kind of in my career arc right now. Look, I still have clients. I still do, you know, we have review meetings and planning and things like that. At this point, I'm I'm not taking on any more personal clients. Um, but I still have my my folks that have been with me from the beginning and I'm faithful to them. So just for, I know for me personally, kind of transitioning this and really helping these advisors be successful. I've really enjoyed that. Awesome. Well, we know your time's incredibly valuable. We appreciate you sending spending some of it with us. For our folks watching and listening who want to learn more, what where is the best place for them to go to learn more about Fiduciary Alliance? Yeah, thanks, Seth. It's it's really simple. It's just fiduciaryalliance.org. O-R-G, fiduciaryalliance.org. It's great web, you know, just go right to the website. It's got all our contact information. You can schedule a call with me, a confidential call, talk about whatever, but that would be the best place to uh, go for that. Thank you. All right. This has been Seth Green with Brian Bogner from fiduciaryalliance.org. Brian, thanks again for joining us. Thanks again, Seth. Really appreciate the time. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time.